Hello and welcome to the episode 2 of podcast In Sync with the Goddess. In this nine part series, we will look at the various ways that we are out of sync with our feminine energies and discuss ways to be in sync on divine feminine. For menstruating people, this podcast aims to provide a deeper understanding of your cycles and how to be more in sync with your natural rhythms. Disclaimer, I am not a medical professional and the views and experiences shared here are my own and not meant as a medical advice. So let's get started with today's episode, Red. Hello and welcome to In Sync with the Goddess. I'm Amruta Pongshe, an artist, engineer and urban consultant. I have successfully observed and calibrated my own menstrual cycles for years to be in harmony with the natural rhythms of our planet and the moon and i'm so happy to talk about it in depth about how our natural rhythms are really impacted by the planet's own so yesterday we talked about white which was the first day of the nine day festival of navratri the hindu tradition of invoking the goddess and the sacred feminine today is the second day of navratri the nine day festival and the goddess that this day is devoted to is called the brahmacharini devi brahmacharini which means the one who does penance in our episode uh yesterday we talked about the time dimension and how our past and present manifest uh, how our past and our manifest destiny impact our present or or our daily actions in today's episode we will go and explore how our lived reality interacts with our divine feminine so shailaputri or parvati that we talked about in yesterday's in the episode white parvati was born as a human princess to the king of the mountains called himavan and both she and her parents were aware of her manifest destiny that is her ultimate union with shiva and taking her place as shakti the feminine energy of the creator from a young age parvati was bestowed with significant gifts and was ra- raised by the rishis and as a princess so she was well aware of her powers however to work toward her ultimate manifest destiny she is supposed to have done penance for thousands of years to ultimately manifest in the goddess form in the divine form now the puranas which are the our ancient hindu written treatises and the backbone of our cultural and ritualistic lives tell how she how parvati gave up her favorite foods her lifestyle as a princess the clothes and the jewelry and the the servants and the help that she was bestowed with how she gave all of those up in stages in and lived as an ascetic or a, a hermit for thousands of years before actually growing into her divine being and achieving before she was actually able to achieve complete control over her body and mind 
So with this, we actually come to the crux of today's episode, which is understanding the five ways in which we can rebalance our physical realities or our lived realities to be in sync with the with the divine feminine and how do we go about that in five steps first is to understand how our physical realities interact with the divine feminine in the second step we have to find out which of these are not in calibration or not flowing in their natural rhythms in the third step we declutter or let go of the things that do not serve us in the fourth step we recalibrate our realities to be in sync with our manifest destiny and in the fifth step we balance the masculine and feminine energies of our lived experience in order to then move towards our manifest destinies so let's dive deeper into the concepts that we have discussed so far here so the first concept we talked about is first to understand how do our physical realities or lived realities enmesh with the divine feminine every aspect of our lives are in a way inputs to our to the divine feminine and this is not just the spiritual that i'm talking about but it involves the physical the emotional and the spiritual aspects so what are the physical inputs that impact us first let's start with eating the food that we put in our bodies then it's exercise or our physical uh, movement then is rest or sleep the fourth one and as menstruating people it's very important is sex and then there are other inputs like the clothes we wear the smells that we are exposed to on a daily basis water in in my case at least i have experienced that water has a marked impact on how calm i feel throughout the day or how restless i feel in case of me if i feel very restless i if i go take a bath or uh, if i just go wash my face sometimes it still has the capacity to rejuvenate me these were the physical inputs that we continuously on a daily basis on every second are providing ourselves and that influences the feminine and the masculine energies within us the next next aspect is emotional now this comprises of the whole gamut of your emotional reality the stress that you face in our in your daily life because of work or household responsibilities or because of family tensions everything affects your interaction with the with the divine energies whether it be masculine or whether it be feminine now it's funny and ironic right that whenever we talk of emotional health the first thing we think of is stress because that is our what our lived realities are in today's day and age but stress is actually just the symptom of the underlying inputs that we provide the underlying emotional inputs that we continuously provide are our in energies and our emotional reality is largely dependent on our inward emotional health what is the internal dialogue that we have going and this kind of has been put in place because of the way we were raised so right from day one of our lives the 
our internal dialogue has been shaped up by the forces that have nurtured nurtured us right and this is largely your immediate family your friend circle and your the influences that have been there on you through books through media through your teachers through your friends at school so on and so forth till till today right so your immediate family hugely 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 impacts your internal emotional dialogue towards you and your is is kind of a feedback loop for your inward emotional health the second thing obviously is your relationships how do you interact with your relationships are you a person who has a very thick outer shell or and a very soft core or are you someone who has your boundaries in place and who deal with others through a very objective uh, in a very objective way or are you someone who is kind of still yet to do that shadow work of unearthing the kind of power dynamics between relationships so all these impact your emotional emotional inputs to the divine feminine right and the third one is the spiritual in in spiritual if you if you kind of think of it as three large concentric circles it is you it is the society or your uh, immediate social circle it is the larger society and then it is the cosmos and the the problem today i feel is that because there is so much of masculine energy now remember we talked about masculine energy as something uh, that is driven by order that is driven by organization that is driven by efficiency that has a lot of numbers and a lot of tick check boxes to to kind of think about it and is a very process driven and of a zero intuition driven uh, thing right so since we have so much of masculine energy around us and we uh, we are we live in that world our feminine our intuition and the 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 feminine is kind of just shrink shrunk down upon and sometimes we don't even tap into our intuition unless it is just going for the flight or fright mode right so think of yourself as in a bubble and then the concentric bubbles are your immediate family your friends your coworkers and then the society at large and then we think of ourselves as this little speck of stardust in the cosmos right but the reality is we can interact with the cosmos in the same manner as we can with our immediate circle and this is something that we don't often think of right so now we come to the step 2 which is to find out which of these inputs are not in sync with our our balance of masculine and feminine energies what i mean here is to think of where exactly are we being mindful of which input we are giving ourselves in a mindful manner and which of them are really really process driven we are just checking boxes to kind of get in those are we really interested in having 
a partner right now or are we just doing it because society deems it to be so are we having three meals a day that we really truly cherish and enjoy or or are we just checking a box and making sure we get our macros in what where are we lacking the intuitive part of our understanding that is my question to you and go through all these inputs now it's it's funny i know that it is a very uh, process driven thing that i'm talking about but this is the language that we've been raised in in the 21st century and that is the that is the sad reality of our situation but so go back to the input list that i was talking about and think of more things to add that are specific to yourself and then think of things that you are doing mindfully and you are getting joy out of and you are doing intuitively and then think of things that you are doing just to tick a box or just to achieve your goal that is some lofty aim that you have or five years down the line or meeting a metric and a target that enables you for a promotion that will come after a year so are you doing for the joy of it or are you doing it just because the capitalistic system deems it to be so think deeply of each about each of these inputs about your rest about eating about your emotional inputs right and have you what kind of inputs you're providing to yourself and to the society and to the cosmos think of these things in through a journal entry or on your time the next time that you are out and alone with yourself or even on uh, during your daily commute you can utilize your time to think of these things and then we move on to the third step which is to declutter or let go of things that do not serve you now what i mean by this is to once you have been through with the step 2 of kind of analyzing and finding out which of the inputs you are providing yourself because of just the need to please someone or just a need to have a checkbox ticked and which of the inputs you are doing to be mindful to be joyous in the moment and then you realize that oh but i don't really need to buy this dress it's just because of halloween pressure that i'm doing this or you might realize that i don't really need to go on this party next week or next weekend that i have been stressing about so much all this week right i can just sit and relax and probably watch a movie instead so do the thing that gives you joy let go of the others that are not agreeing to you and then the comes the fourth step which is to recalibrate our realities to be in sync with our manifest destiny now how do you do this how do you recalibrate how do you uh, how do you make your reality more in sync with your manifest destiny now remember i talked about manifest destiny and of course there are a lot of us who are still searching for it or who are still thinking of things about what our position or what are what we are put here in this lifetime to do 
and not everyone has the answer but a lot of us already know that the path we are going to traverse is some is going to be something way different from the path that we have been traversing right now right and so what we can do is just let go of things that do not give us joy anymore and i understand that we have certain obligations we have certain uh responsibilities and we cannot get out of that but can you still can you find the stillness and the joy that is required to fulfill those obligations and still be in the present in still devote all your presence to those activities can you find a place where you can communicate to your partner about things that are not working or if you want your kids to be in a certain way can you find an option to to do something at work differently that would give you joy and then through that joy make the activity much more interesting and ultimately much more rewarding to you so that is what i meant by recalibrate and in a very physical aspect now this comes to recalibrating our cycle too right for menstruating people uh so how do you recalibrate your cycle now for me personally and this is a a journey that i would like to share with you all that the first time i menstruated it was uh it was a new moon night and it was one of the great indian festivals there are a lot of festivals which have the new moon or the full moon as the background and guess what our cycles also in in our culture at least are supposed to sync with the new moon or the full moon so my cycles have usually synced with the new moon when i was growing up as a teenager and uh when i was uh in my 20s i guess so it means something when your cycles sync or when your cycles start on the new moon and then it means something different when your cycles start on the full moon now there are are so many inputs that kind of mess up with the cycles the biggest one is drugs or medicines that we take the second biggest one for me is the is the smells is the artificial uh synthetic detergent smells and this is this was so difficult to trace but i was quite lucky in understanding how this affects my cycle and that and we have this epidemic almost of pcos and all these uh issues going around but we don't really think of the inputs that we are giving to our bodies right we do not rest we do not exercise we consume things that are not good for our bodies so the tradition the hindu tradition talks about satvik ahar and satvik vichar and keeping in sync with the natural rhythms through yoga but we have kind of moved away and far far away from all these traditional uh, traditional things that we have been taught and ultimately the loss is ours right so study what your body is telling you just uh the navratri is also a time of fasting and abstinence uh 
if you can't fast well i can't fast i know because i have migraines and my migraines i have cured by just observing what was going on with my body during and after the bouts of migraine that i had so just to recalibrate myself i let go of eating of a lot of things i let go of uh, of drinking even synthetic juices and that is how i could understand that there were certain trigger points that my migraines had that is similarly what happens with our menstrual cycles right so think of what you can do to get your body more in flow with the natural rhythms of the planet with especially around the new moon and the full moon and then we move on to the final aspect of uh, what we have discussed today which is to balance the masculine and feminine energies in our lived experience now as i have been saying that our lived experience today is largely largely dominated by the masculine energy and i'm not saying that this is a good thing or a bad thing but an imbalance of anything is to me a not so good thing so if you think that your life is dominated and is centered around the clock what do you do when there is a time of rest do you still have a clockwork schedule for rest do you still rest where you check uh there are five tick boxes and you check all of them and then you feel that you get uh you deserve to rest is that how you rest so if you are working for five days a week and then if you get two days of uh off saturday on saturdays and sundays let's say you work a nine to five job and you get two days off how do you uh let go of the the structure of the 9 to 5 in those two days what kind of activities do you do to kind of loosen your mind to kind of uh provide new and more unstructured inputs to have your feminine in sync with your masculine energies that is what you would have to think of in this uh, in this process so what devi brahmacharini did during her penance was to understand all the things that she was blessed with and understand what her divine needed to manifest then she let go for thousands of years she let go of a lot of things that she had been born and raised with as a princess she let go of her food the clothes that she was used to the palace comforts that she was used to and she lived a very simple a very uh, a very sagacious life and through that she achieved the control over her mind and body that was needed to find her divine form to balance out her masculine and feminine and then to emerge as the divine feminine so this is how we can invoke devi brahmacharini in our daily lives today all right so join us tomorrow and where we talk about uh, the third aspect of the goddess chandra ganta which is what is your true nature what is your divine manifest and how 
how do you kind of explore that aspect we would think of devi chandra ganta and then we would explore this in detail so join me tomorrow and let's discuss and let's talk about it and i would love to have you join back on this podcast called in sync with the goddess thank you so much and have a wonderful day all of y'all i'm your host amruta pongshe signing off